When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yep, welcome in. The 2023 Write That Down season is in full swing here. Declan dominated so decisively in 2022 with a, he's the first ever player to hit 400 in Write That Down, that he has decided to treat himself to a vacation to warmer grounds out in North Carolina to visit some family. He, I think he beat the blizzard, although I've my sources at the airport are telling me that they're doing a good job of keeping the airport clear, and we are kind of... Oh, as it started, my window's closed. Has it started snowing again yet? But people are now getting stuck on the tarmac. This is what happens. Yep. And you're sitting on the tar- I have a source telling so me that start- they've been on the tarmac for over an hour at this so point. So it started. Yep. Yep. A little de-icing. And the next thing you know, the captain comes on. Oh, we got to go de-ice again. Oh, no, we got to get off the plane. And then. Yeah. De-icing is, is one of the biggest problems because it takes a while. And you got to wait in line to get de-iced. Just take the risk, man. Would you risk it? <laughs> like if the captain came on and said, "30 okay, percent chance we crash, but we can fly okay. out right now and try." If you... 60 40, we make it. <laughs> but we and we're going right to put now. it up to a vote, and we're going to put it up to a vote. <laughs> Yays and nays. Stewardesses or the flight attendants will will take account who wants to go. Yeah, I think we should, I think we should try that and see what happens. Amazing. Uh, this is Mackie and Judd, Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment Therapy Speculation. And on Wednesdays, we are the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions with statistics. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? And now it's now people are, I've gotten notes lately that say, well, okay, I know you admit you're wrong a lot and I write that down, but when are you going to admit that you were wrong on a non-write-that-down day? Okay. By the way, it has gotten it has gotten so bad that Phil, w- within his first week back, has been called a homer on Twitter by his wife. <laughs> his wife called. I gave him KOC out. an A in, in the in the grading, and yeah, you she tweeted at me in, in all capital letters too. I know she's a Kirk fan. I bet Mackie. <laughs> she gets annoyed. She wonders why I get she she gets annoyed by Kirk, but she wonders why he works me up so yeah. much. Like I'll just be like muttering when he. Checks down on fourth down. There was less muttering last year, though, in fairness. Yeah, until the playoff game. <laughs> um, let's get to it here, our accountability session. So this is how Write That Down works. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We can check a batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate, 
like our guy Dean is about to, you can send us a message through the Scorner app. We'll get you scheduled for sometime here early in 2023. Let's go through it. And by the way, AJ is going to make predictions. We have Declan via satellite. We'll make predictions. So it's a, it's a full bus here. All right, Judd, you had two things come off the board. You said the wild would beat the avalanche on February 13th or 15th. Yeah, I got screwed by the flower. And as old Macadac was kind of going through predictions from last year, this year, he did forget to give you credit for this one. This is this is going to be part of your last year's batting average. It moves you slightly closer to the, uh, I guess, I than the 80, you, yeah, 80 points you were yeah, behind thanks. Declan. You don't need to. You don't need to say that. In fact, you know what? I would because it's a clerical mistake. I would like to put that on this year's. Sorry, we can't do it. We did add it to your career total, but it counts accounting wise on write that down. Figured I'd ask. Totally, yep. Never hurts to ask. You said Ryan Hartman will be a healthy scratch against the Flyers on Jan 26th or whatever the date of that game. Two was. goals last night against the Kings. Three in his last two. Yeah, dude, you, I know you just you kind of bailed on the Wild, but now they've won three in a row. They're like six points out of the one seed in the Western Conference. They are. I think so. I think, six? I think they're six, is, point, right? they're six points clear of the Flames in the second wild card spot, I believe. But how far are they behind the top seed? Dude, I think. Let me see. Let me so look. in the, in the, the Eastern Conference, Conference, you got like Boston has like almost 100 points. Yeah. So the East West right great. now, so Vegas has 73 points mm-hmm. in the other, in the Pacific. Vegas has, that's the top points team in the Western Conference, 73. The Wild are at 67 now. Now there's like. Eight teams within right. 67 and Stacked. 73. <laughs> but it's kind of interesting. Kind yeah. of interesting. Yeah. I'll have some thoughts on that on JHS with uh, AJ and Jesse Pierce. Nice. Coming out later today. I told you guys the Wolves would win their next two games at home against the Wizards and the Hornets. They had a 20-point lead right away against the Wizards. And then they soiled themselves. Terrible loss. <laughs> They lost control of their bodily function and fluids. Uh, But then I did tell you that Tiger Woods, in his first competitive action for a long time, would shoot below par in one of the first two rounds of the Genesis Open. He did shoot below par in the Mm -hmm. first round. Little Tiger. El Tigre made the cut. Played pretty well. What's his next tournament before the Masters? I think he's just going to play in the Masters at this point. Okay. Yeah. He's so he's he has basically said he's going to play in the four majors and then like maybe a small handful of other events. He'll play like seven or eight tournaments a year. The Genesis is one because he he technically hosts the Genesis, and then I don't I don't think he's going to play in like I don't I don't think he's going to play in enough tournaments to make like the FedEx Cup playoffs. And plus that's a grind. It's three straight weeks. He can't he can barely walk a course. Yeah, for four days anymore. Uh, let's see. Listeners had nothing come off the board. Declan said Tiger Woods would make the cut at the Genesis Open. He did. Solid knock for old Dex. And so with that, we have just uh, one week's worth of stats here for the 2023 season. Declan batting 1,000. He's one for one. Uh, I'm batting 500. Judd and the listeners, no hits yet on the season. Career numbers, Declan. 387 career, Judd 328. I'm at 268 for my career. This is kind of a motivation year for me. I saw that and I was like, really? Below 270 for my career? It's just, it, yeah. I started I was, working out more. Yeah, I always meditating. love guys like you. Chronic <laughs> underachievers. It's a contract year for me. This is going to be the This exactly. is a contract year for me. All right, Jordan Greenway. You really pick <laughs> it up now. 
Uh, Judd, you have the all-time lead in total hits with 258. Some people are asking, well, how can Judd have 100 more hits than Declan, but Declan has a 50 points higher batting average? Oh, yeah, time is the league. Because Declan just started playing like halfway through the 2020 right. season with us. So Judd has like two and a half years of, of stats that kind of My swing the batting average. My at-bats are far exceed Declan. Yep. Uh, listeners have the most home runs with 42 to my 31, Judd 27, Declan with 25. So, all right, AJ, let's bring listener Dean in here to make some predictions. Dean, what's going on, man? You're making your debut on Write That Down. How do you feel right now? Oh, I, I feel good. I've been workshopping a lot of predictions, so um, <laughs> I'm ready. Now, when you say workshopping, are you like, Standing up in front of a mirror and practicing? Are you like, are you, is it a notepad? What's your process? It's, yeah, it's a notepad. I actually have a notepad here with my notes, but yeah. Um, and actually some of my, uh, my predictions have come off the board be- between the time I kind of signed up and between today. So I'm glad, uh, I'm glad some of them had, I would have <laughs> been bad. Awesome, man. Hey, when did you first become a suffering Minnesota sports fan? Yeah. Uh, so Judd, I'm just a few years older than you. Um, it probably was like in 72, maybe 73 um, church group. We went to the Met uh, to see a twins game, oh, left yeah. field bleachers, yep. Carmen Killebrews up to bat, hits a ball and it's coming like right at me. And I'm just like, you know, I'm probably, I don't know, eight or something like that. And I like just freaking out. And it actually ends up going over my head, like lands like three rows behind me. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of bounces around and stuff like that. But like after that, I mean, I was just like, I was hooked, um, lived in the Western suburbs. So definitely went to the Met a million times, um, you know, as a, you know, when a teenager, then when you could drive, you know, kicks games, Vikings games, twins games. So, but that definitely like that, that turned it on that just seeing that ball coming right at me. Love it. I love the Met. The Met was great. Complete erector set, but a magical place for youth. Yeah, it's no kind of funny though, like when like you tell your story about as when you were a kid, you had yep. Harmon Killebrew hitting you home runs. So I kind of grew up after like I was a mid to late nineties Twins fan kid, and so for me it was like Rich Becker hits a fly ball <laughs> right at you. Oh, uh, you know, Alex Cole hits a ball uh, that's gonna maybe land twenty feet in front of you as you're sitting <laughs> in the, the four dollar seats and left. But all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna go around the room. We're gonna, and we got AJ making predictions, Declan via satellite. So we are packed here. We're going to go Dean, Judd, Declan via satellite, AJ. Back to me. We'll make three trips around the room here. So, Dean, lead us off. What's your first prediction, man? Okay, I'm going to start right off with a parlay. So write this down. The Timberwolves will be uh, a playoff team, not a, um, not a um, play-in, so at least a six-seed. And they will win um, at least one playoff series. Wow. And parlay that the Lakers will be a play in team and uh, they will they will not only win, but then they will win their first playoff series or at least I'll say at least one playoff series. Wow. Dean is swinging. You're you're going for it. Fences here. Wolves and former Wolves. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) You know, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley. 60% of the Lakers starting lineup was Wolves starting lineup a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Or not a couple years ago, last year. Write it down. You like writing things down. Amazing. Um, all right, let's go uh, Go to Judd here. Okay, with the uh, 
change in rules in baseball. I think there's one that is significant enough that it's going to impact Byron Buxton positively, assuming he can play enough games, of course. So write this down. Byron Buxton will have 15 or more stolen bases this season. Just to put that into context, Hmm. his career high in 2017 was 29, but he only had six last year. But with the pitchers now, I think they can throw over twice, and after that it becomes a balk. Um, that's yeah. just going to be a natural, incl- um, a, a natural situation for guys like Buxton to take off once a guy throws over twice, assuming that that uh, takes place. So he'll have 15 or more stolen bases this season. Once a guy throws over twice, doesn't it just become almost automatic, especially like and bigger bases too. So you've got a little bit more there. Yeah. yeah. I'm anxious to see what that does like pitch selection wise, because if you do that, your changeup essentially is out of the mix. You know, you're not throwing that hanging, hanging breaking ball. I love where you're going with this, AJ. That is ultimate. that is a deep. That's so ball. geeky. I really respect ball. that. That Thank was you. awesome. That was a great pull. That, I mean, that, that's just great. That was dynamite Cotlin. drop in, dynamite drop in by AJ right Thank there. You. That, that broadcasting that was school Cotlin. really paying off. <laughs> An ode to Tim McCarver right there with that type of analysis. Thank Good you. work. Yes, it's true. Um, I, I wonder on the 15 stolen bases. I was a little bit kind of torn because I like the prediction, but I also feel like it's very anti-Judd to even want Buxton to attempt that many stolen bases that <laughs> might be like that. dangerous and a detriment to his that. health. I thought about that, but 15 is not, I'm not saying 30. Like, I feel like 15 is a realistic. He's it's probably like two, not two going per to, month, two and a half per month. Probably not going to die doing it. And so I'm comfortable with the prediction. <laughs> All right, let's go to Declan via satellite here for his first prediction. Okay. Write this down. That's my dog, Vincent, squeaks his uh, squeaky toy in excitement that mom and dad are on vacation and he gets to go spend the weekend uh, with Nona and friends. So that's Vinny. Uh, we'll write it down. First prediction here. Max Homa came close uh, last weekend at the Genesis. Uh, just should have won it. I felt bad for him. The poor guy was crying. But write this down instead. Max Homa... Win a major in 2023. Write it down. Vinny, uh, Vinny going to t- going to town on some toys out there. Yeah. yeah, Max Homa. I think he's he's kind of becoming. He's he was a big like barstool. I don't think he was like officially on the barstool uh, staff, but he was like part of the barstool guys thing for a while. So he's becoming a fan favorite, and he cried after narrowly missing the Genesis title last. He week. cried it's about like the his Genesis favorite tournament as a kid. Hmm. And he uh, came up just short. So he's becoming a fan favorite. Write that down. All right, AJ, what's your first prediction? All right, my first one. The Wild were a part of a trade with the Maple Leafs and the Blues recently. Um, we saw Minnesota Wild legend Ryan O'Reilly net a hat trick last night. So congrats mm. to him and his new career with the Leafs. But uh, that's not the only trade that they're going to be involved with in the division. So write this down. Before the trade deadline, the Wild will be involved in some sort of trade with another member of their division. Okay. Okay. So who are you uh, off the record? Who who do you, who do you got in your mind here? Who what are you thinking? If Bill Guerin's feeling like a gun, gunslinger, showtime. Patty Kane. I think it's going to be a lot of work to try to make that happen, and I don't really see that happening, but I've seen too many links now and maybe like rumors and whatnot of, you know, Bill Guerin, he he's he's got the cojones. He he did it last year with Flurry. Maybe the Wild and the Blackhawks dance again. Otherwise, you know, 
if somebody's willing to pay any price for for Matt Dumba, and you'll un, you want to unload him for whatever it takes. That's yeah, I think, that's and I think happen. that's probably the more likely one. But yeah. uh, you know, for the optimistic excitement for Wild fans, Patrick Kane from the Blackhawks or Matt Dumba's going somewhere in the division to somebody who wants to try to contend with a little bit more defensive depth. If you want to be generous and call him that. You know, I was, I'm going to jump in here because I, I, I was thinking about doing this. but Write it down. You like writing things down. It didn't quite make the cut in my initial when I narrowed down to my three predictions. But now that you just went there, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this in as an alternate. Okay. Write this down. Patrick Kane will play for the Wild. Well, I'll just be more specific. The Wild will trade for Patrick Kane before the deadline. I love it. And I don't think... I get where you're coming from, Judd. Like, this team's going nowhere. Don't be fooled by a hot stretch, whatever. I don't think you can just punt a year of Kirill Kaprizov's prime. You're in the mix. There's no real top, top team in the Western Conference to this point. There's just eight or nine teams kind of jumbled up, jockeying for position. Patrick Kane's not the same dude that he was maybe 10 years ago. But right. is is Billy Guerin looking at this and saying, ah, let's just kind of, maybe we can trade Dumba for some asset of some kind. And uh, I, I think there's a chance, especially winning three games in a row, because hasn't he basically said, hey, the team is going to show us what we should do at the deadline. Right. And now they're, you know, they've won three games in a row. Guerin seems like the type of guy that if the team answers his challenge, he will pay it off by giving them an actual piece that they can use to to make a run. So the team's Patrick play- Kane, make it happen. The <laughs> team's play before that is what chases me away from a, a move, though, because I hate teams that, and the Wild is a history of this, the 11th hour, right? <laughs> okay, guys, we got to get it together now. Screw you. Show some consistency long before that. I mean, that homestand got off to a terrible start. And look, you know what? Let's see what this group can do. I mean, if this group can make a run, great. But I feel like this is not the year to try and add, add, add. But I'm with AJ. Dumba, if I can subtract. See you later. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Write it down. Right. You like writing things down. Uh, back to Dean for your second prediction. All right. Thanks. So I'm actually, my soccer is probably my favorite sport. And um, so I have to get a soccer prediction. And I, I wasn't, I'm not going to do a obscure Bundesliga prediction. So, um, <laughs> so the um, women's world cup is coming up this summer and the U S uh, women's national team is the past uh, two time champions but write this down. The U.S. women's national team will not be the champions this year. And in fact, they will not be in the final round. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so is this a home run? Uh, 
I I I think it's a I I think it's a home run. I mean they're they're still ranked number one in the world, um, but um, I think I, it's I, a home I, run too. Yeah. What's wrong there? Like what? what so why do you predict that? Yeah. So two things. Um, one the the team's getting older. Um, they have some injuries that are kind of really devastating. Uh, J- Julie Ertz, you know, who's um, uh, married to is it the Eagles? Zach. Zach. Yeah, to Zach Cardinals now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, she's hurt. Um, but but also the um, the other women's teams are just finally catching up, especially the European teams. Um, uh, Germany, Sweden, England, France, all of them are definitely like invested more in women's soccer. I mean, there's a pretty decent uh, women's uh, Premier League uh, right now. So I think it's kind of other teams are catching up. And this I just I don't think the U.S. teams is good this year as they have in the past. OK. All right. It's that yeah, same we'll, we'll, thing with the Vikings defense. It's just they're aging out like Megan Rapinoe. Not yeah. didn't, didn't, right. Alex Morgan is well past her prime. She's yeah. still productive, but yep. It, exactly. I'm I'm with you. I, I'm people. seeing a decre- Yeah, it's going to digress for You're sure. You're calling for cuts. Yeah. You're calling for lives to be altered <laughs> for the country. So Rapino is like the Eric Kendricks, just a long time steady force, but might be time to to say goodbye. It can you know it can celebrate their career later on. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. All right, Ring all right, Judd. Well, Judd, what's your second prediction? <laughs> Sorry, wrong button. All right, yay! My second prediction was right. I don't even know what it is yet. Um, okay, so so we saw in in the Wilds win against the Kings last night. Kevin Fiala came back, and of course, Kevin Fiala was traded to the Kings for a current Gopher defenseman Brock Faber, who is sure to sign with the Wild after the Gophers are done. Hopefully, it is a national championship. But whenever that is, and it will be in this season, write this down. So, and this could be a playoff game, but my guess is it will be off the record, a regular season game. Brock Faber will record at least a point, at least a point in his debut with the Wild. Okay. And now we end on that. Are we limiting that to this season or no? Yes. Okay. Yes, but includes playoffs. So like if, if it's a playoff game, but in his first game, and if it does, and if the Wild season comes to an end with, with him uh, not having played, this is just wrong. So, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, he sits out until next yeah. year. I think he's immediately put into the lineup, and in that first game, he gets, and this is the key, AJ, at least a point. Okay. So just in case he gets two. Okay. All right, let's go to Declan. Uh, by the way, I did see Declan just put a photo out of himself drinking a Bloody Mary at an airport bar of some kind while he waits for his flight. So he's just taunting us, going to Odds? warmer, non-snowy weather. Odds that Declan and the gal get so drunk and d- delayed <laughs> that when the flight does take off, they're not allowed on it. <laughs> sir. Sorry, sorry, sir. Sir, we're going to have to. I just want to go. Let me talk to your manager. I'll de-ice the plane Let me myself. talk to the pilot. My, I talk to the pilot. Uh, all right. What is, uh, what is Declan's second prediction via satellite? Okay. Prediction number two. Guaranteed. I'm no Vinny Barking. I can't guarantee it. We'll see what happens. Uh, write it down. Minnesota Wild prediction. Philip Gustafson does not have a shutout yet on the season. So write this down. He will post a shutout between now and the next two weeks. So between now and two accountability sessions, Philip Gustafson logs his first shutout. He almost got this right. I would guess that he did this prediction before last night's game. 
and and it was almost right. But I don't think it would have counted because we don't trigger these till Wednesday, right? No, no, he would have. Yeah, because it it wouldn't have been when he recorded the video. It would have been when the video actually ran on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right, I, AJ, what's your say? Oh, go ahead. Quick fact check there for Declan, but Phil Gustafson did record his first career shutout earlier this season. Oh, oh no. no. Just, just throwing that out. There. Oh, now he's batting 500. Oh, Isn't that no. a shit? Well, what do we do? So he, well, his, I, his, technically his, his, it was context leading up to the prediction that he had not. So the context was wrong. The prediction, the prediction is, we I'd can like replay it. I think he's still okay. I'm throwing a challenge flag. Okay, prediction number two, guaranteed. I'm no Vinny Barking. I can't guarantee it. We'll see what happens. Uh, write it down. Minnesota Wild prediction. Philip Gustafson does not have a shutout yet on the season. So write this down. He will post a shutout between now and the next two weeks. So between now and two accountability sessions, Philip Gustafson logs his first shutout. And to be yep, fair, he did write on the right. sheet. He said that he, he doesn't say like he'll get his first just he yeah. posts a shutout. I agree. Yep. I'm All just right. kind of curious here. I just want to go through and, and see here. No yeah, gotcha. he it was against it was in Vancouver in uh, early December. Thirty five saves and a shutout against Vancouver. So the context was wrong, but the prediction technically still stands. I think he's fine. I, I do think that Phil Text him and say it's caused great debate. <laughs> It'll ruin his trip. It'll be he'll great. Get, he'll get super nervous. Yeah, he'll, I'll send him he'll get note. super pissed off. <laughs> what, say, if hey, just, what, what if I just text him, hey, hey man, do you have a sec to talk later? No, because then it won't be, say, hey, there's a problem. Oh, no, I, just say there's a problem with your second old school write that down prediction. We, we, can, we'll discuss when, we can discuss when you get back. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> hate to uh, hate to bring this up. <laughs> Hope you got off in time with your flight. Have a good a trip. Problem. Have a good trip. It'll ruin his trip. All right, AJ, what's your second prediction? All right, my next one. Uh, similar to Dean, I'm going to stick with the soccer theme. The yeah. Loons, the loyal, the, the local squad, kick off their season this Saturday, 7:30. You can hear it on uh, ESPN 1500 or online live.scorenorth.com or live on the uh, Score North mobile app. It'll be Jonathan Terhart, Dan Ter- uh, Jonathan Harris and jo- uh, Dan Terhart on the call, but they take on FC Dallas and they still are missing their star boy, Emmanuel mm-hmm. Reynoso. He is nowhere to be found in the country of Argentina. They can't contact him. They don't know his, his location. He is not currently in the country. He, they will be without him for the season opener on Saturday. And based on your facial expressions, that might be news to you, but uh I'm predicting, write this down, that they will be shut out in their season opener when they travel down to face FC Dallas. I okay, so how do, they, how, do, how do they find him then? What's, what's the solution here? From my understanding, they, he, like his that. phone number has been changed. He is no longer with his wife or girlfriend, whichever one it, he, the technical relationship is. They don't have an exact location on him. They have not contacted him. And whether it's he just wanted to get away or something a little more dire is... Um, maybe undisclosed or just unknown, but they just do not know where he is currently. This feels like a Ted Lasso episode. It's it's pretty incredible. We talked about this like a little bit on the Loon Talk track podcast. Someone down. It's hmm. it's insane. I but yeah, he he drives their offense. He's a focal point of you know progressing up the field offensively. And without that, I think they're going to be lost, especially against a, a good Dallas squad. So they will be shut out in their season opener. Are we concerned right. about him? Like. Not not as a soccer player, but like if he's gone off the grid, that sounds far more dire than just a 
guy who is not happy with his new contract or something. Yeah, no, they uh, it, it's they don't know. Like a lot of people just don't know whether Weird. it's a he's doing like a James Bond. I'm you know leaving the life type thing or if something is, you know, serious going on. So just not- shows up to practice on Tuesday. Just, uh, <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry, my phone. I had to charge my phone there for for a few weeks. Yeah. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. I'm going back to the wild here. Going back to the wild. Well, write this down. The Gus bus. The Gus bus is going to start more games moving forward, regular season and playoffs this year, than Fleury. So from this, I know he started like three in a row. They're giving Fleury a little uh, little breather. But uh, the Gus bus will be, I'm basically saying he will be the main goalie. So he will start more games, regular season and postseason, from this point forward. So you might want to put the date on here, February 22nd, than Fleury. Is there any reason other than ego and status to not do this? Um, not unless the Gus bus falls apart, which, you know, it's goaltenders. They're weird. But no, and I don't think Flurry. so privately he might not like this, but he's not really, I mean, he's not like a bad teammate. So, like, this would be Dean and Bill, I think, feeling bad if if you're wrong. But if Gustafson continues to play as he has been of late, no, I think I think you're right. Okay. It's a good prediction. All right, let's go back to, down, to Dean like here. Down? Dean, your third and final prediction. Okay, uh, thank you. So the um, the Gophers men's hockey team is ranked number one in the country and playing. I mean, they demolished Penn State last week, and Penn State's decent. Um, and I think, Judd, you already have a prediction that they're going to win the national, the Natty this year. I think so, I do. I'm going to go write this down. The men's Frozen Four this year will consist of four Big Ten hockey teams. Whoa. Oh, man. Whoa. Well, um, so they're pretty good. This, I mean, so yeah. obviously Minnesota and Michigan are probably locks for ones. Um, Penn State uh, or Ohio State, probably twos. Maybe uh, Penn State could be a three. So, um, uh, and Penn State is uh, as a host. So, um, you know, the NCCA, NCAA could mess this up and put like Ohio State in the Gophers bracket or something like that. But um, they're definitely, I think, the Big Ten for once is probably the best hockey uh, conference, at least this year. So interesting. Love it, man. Dean coming in, coming in hot today. NCHC, not happy. Quinnipiac. No, I'm not, not happy about with that. Dean. I'm not happy. Yeah. Not happy with Dean at all right now. They're very <laughs> well, it's, I'm sorry. It's nice. So North Dakota is a host this year. Um, that's probably where the Gophers will end up. But North Dakota is like ranked. 20. They won't make it unless they like win their their cha- you know their championship. AJ's <laughs> very happy about. I this. love that goaltending problems. Yeah, <laughs> I believe for the Fighting Hawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Well, Dean, great work here with your predictions. Uh, love the big swings here. Since you've got this life altering platform right now, is there anyone you'd like to thank that helped you reach this pinnacle moment? Yeah, <laughs> actually, I would like to thank the Minnesota Vikings. Um, for basically uh, like tearing my heart out uh, so many times that uh, at this point I I can watch sports without emotion. I can just watch it for the uh, t- for the competition. So um, the loons give up two goals in the last ten minutes of a conference championship. Yep. Eh, who cares? Pagan, you know, gives up a through and bomb after the Twins are ahead. It's like who cares? It's that that was fun. That was fun to watch. So uh, I have a much healthier approach to sports, uh, and it's because of the Minnesota Vikings. 
Awesome, your sports man. soul is gone. It's basically it, it's what you're abs- telling it's us. It's zero. Yep. You just have no sports soul left. Yep. Right. Wow. <laughs> Great stuff, Dean. Thanks for coming cool. on. Thanks Good for luck with me. your predictions, man. See you, Dean. Thank you. All right. Awesome stuff there. All right. Uh, before we make this final round here, coming around turn number four, we should tell the audience the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show is happening this weekend. It should the, the snow should be uh, should be subsided by the time Friday, Saturday, Sunday rolls around. And we're going to be there. So we're pretty much there every year, uh, either doing live radio back in the day or podcasts. I'm a big golf nerd. But you and I, Jed, are going to be hosting a Purple Daily Town Hall Q&A, we're calling it. Just a fun little gathering, informal. We will have the microphones rocking and rolling. So if you guys want to come in, ask some Vikings questions, kick some reckless speculation around, drink a couple adult beverages, 2 o'clock Friday, 2 o'clock Saturday, Minneapolis Convention Center Hall B inside the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. So tickets are ordinarily $12, but uh, if you enter the promo code PURPLE by midnight Wednesday, you get $8 tickets, and that also includes like a bunch of free rounds of golf and other perks, and it's just a fun time. MinnesotaGolfShow.com. That's MinnesotaGolfShow.com. All right. Judd, your third and final prediction. Write this down. All right. I'm going to stick on the Marc-Andre Fleury train because I think it's it's a good one to be on. Marc-Andre Fleury will not be on the wild roster to open next season. So he will either retire or be traded. Here's why. Um, he's, got, Gustav, he's under contract, right? Yeah, he's under contract, yes, two-year contract. So this would, so that I'm, I'm talking about the last year of his current contract. But um, with the way that that um, Gustafson's played, and at some point in time, if not opening night, Jasper Wallstadt is going to become the goaltending partner for Gustafson. Um, I wouldn't be off the record. I wouldn't be shocked if, at the age of, because he'll be going on. I believe Flurry will turn 39 late next November. I wouldn't be surprised if he just said, you know what? It's been a Hall of Fame career. It's been great, but I'm not the goaltender I once was. So he will not be on the opening night roster for the Wild next season. Okay. Okie dokie. A little reckless speculation down. within Write That Down. Okay, what is Declan's third prediction here via satellite? AJ? Okay, final one. Write this down. I, I think I should have led with this because I don't know if Judd maybe even sniped this already, but maybe I'll make a extra play on this if it was taken from Judd or maybe even AJ, to be honest. He might have taken this as well. Um, and if it is nullified, contact me and maybe it's just already off the board. I don't know. Uh, but write it down. The Wild will trade Kalen Addison between now and the start of next NHL season. So if he's moved at the deadline here in like less than nine days, or if he moves this summer, this hits. The like Wild will trade Kalen Addison. A very talented young defender. Would they just do it because he doesn't do the defender part of being a defender and they're just sick Something of it? Something weird's going on here. Something weird. They've scratched him for four consecutive games. They They clearly, like, just to put it at its simplest, they clearly don't like him. Um... And so, yes, I think that he doesn't play the style that they want, but he is a points producer on the power play, which I'm not go- going to scoff at. Hmm. Um, there is There are some who think that Goligoski is playing right now in place of Kalen to showcase him, which I don't really get. Like, he's going to get he's gonna get, get you a bag of pucks. So I, I don't, like, this isn't a showcase for, oh, my God, we got a, a second-round pick for Goligoski. But um, 
yeah, I think Declan's probably on to something right there. Okay. Okay. All right, AJ, what's your third and final prediction? Write this down. All right, my final one. So currently, Kirill Kaprizov has 67 points on the season. He is tied for 15th overall in the NHL. I have a feeling that, uh, and I'm ba- and I'm basing this off of kind of last night's look with Ryan Hartman kind of reemerging, uh, as Jake Milton said, having his swagger back. Um, I think down this final stretch here, they're going to turn it on even more so than and more reliant on them than what they already are. But Kirill Kaprizov will get into the top 10 for scoring by the end of the NHL's regular season. And there are, I'm already washing like two or three of these points. Cause there's no way he's catching a guy like McDavid, who is just a freak of nature. 105 points already. 105. Yeah, he's, he's it's ridiculous. That's insane. But uh, he's kind of right in that mix. He's not necessarily right on the heels of the top 10, but he is, he's in spitting distance. Okay. All right. All right. Write this down. Final prediction. Got to make down. a Wolves prediction here. There All right. Go. They needed a week off. And so did Mike Conley. Mike Conley was saying, I haven't slept. This whole trade thing. I'm just worrying about logistics and stuff. That's why I didn't score in that game against the Wizards. So he, yeah, he had he played 33 minutes, did not score a point in that Wizards game. Mike Conley, write this down, will knock down at least three three-pointers in the Wolves' next game against the Hornets. So a little Mike Conley bounce back, at least three three-pointers. He's averaging like, I think, 1.8 made threes or something a game. So he'll ring it up for three and have a bounce-back game. And those are the predictions, gentlemen. Write this down. There we go. So I think the note to Dex should say, your third prediction was fine. We need to talk about your second. It can wait till after your vacation. Yeah, don't worry about it. But we, but and your third one, Judd didn't, Judd or AJ didn't steal it. But your second one, we're going to need to discuss. Judd and I, uh, Judd and I had someone uh, above us one time that used to give us the like the text message during the show of "Come see me after the show," and it was like, oh my god, are we getting fired? Like, what is? <laughs> you'd sit there for like three well, hours. I would screw like, up the rest of your show. We need to talk. Oh god. Oh we're no. Pad. <laughs> Amazing. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for uh, AJ stepping in for the vacationing. Declan here, Reckless Speculation Thursday with our friend Darren Doogie Wolfson tomorrow on Mackie and Judd. If you could, click the subscribe button and the like button on the Score North YouTube channel. It helps spread the word about this Minnesota sports community that we are building. And a five-star rating and a positive review on the Mackie and Judd Apple podcast page also does the same thing. See you guys.